Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. Today's guest, as some of you may already know her, is the amazing Deb Skorinji. Deb, welcome. Thank you. It's so great to be here. You know, we planned this so long ago. It seemed like it was going to take forever, but boom, here we are. <laughs> it was a flash. It's awesome. It's so it was exciting. a flash. So I'm super excited to share you with the people who don't know you and also excited to tell people how I do know you. So um, Deb is in the same legal marketing community that I once was in uh, very actively and I saw her on Facebook and she commented or posted something and I said, what a beautiful smile. You have the most beautiful <laughs> smile I've ever seen. And that was the, the, the beginnings. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I, I owe that smile to my dad. He's a dentist. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I, I, I have to say my, my teeth are a product of a great dentist too. So <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> Well, beyond so. your amazing smile, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to, to be here talking with you today. Um, so I'm a marketing and business development consultant. I work with lawyers and law firms to build their visibility, deepen their relationships, um, have meaningful interactions, and ultimately bring in new business. Um, I have been out as an independent contractor consultant for almost lucky 13 years, and I was in-house for many, many more years than that, so been in legal marketing for over 25 years, um, you know, spent a lot of time as the director of marketing in regional New England law firms of Boston and Providence, and Worcester, actually, all three markets, and so I, I'm also a, um, a mom of three fantastic kids. And I have my amazing sidekick husband for 27 years, and um, we live in central Massachusetts. Very nice. Um, where do you live exactly? So I'm in Southborough, which is almost exactly the equidistant between Boston and Worcester. Now, so, yeah. during normal times when you commute, it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, I used to live in Cohasset and then Situate for 12 oh. years. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I So I have to say, Boston's my favorite city in this United States of America. I love it. I have friends and family there. My son was born there. Oh, um, my God. That's so yeah. great. Isn't that's that so fun? Great. That I'm is both... so great to learn that. <laughs> yeah. It's great to unveil and reveal new things on the show. Um, I love that. So that's amazing. I think that that, that market is very um, robust with legal. And, and let me ask you this. You, you work with lawyers and law firms. Do you work with other people yep. in other professional services as well, like uh, CPAs? I, I have. I have. I have worked with CPAs. I've worked with um, educators. I've uh, worked with sales individuals. So, but my, my bread and butter and my real love is with lawyers. I know there you go. I said no one ever. I'm married <laughs> to one. Exactly, right? <laughs> I don't even say that. I'm married to one. So, um, oh my God, that's, that's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, no, yeah, they keep us busy. I'll tell you what, people who do what you do have their work cut out for them. I think that, you know, just understanding the business between marketing and business development is, you know, 
easy for us, but difficult for them. So um, it is. Yeah, it is. I, they I, are I, not bred to do what we do, but that's why we have jobs. Right, <laughs> right. Frankly, we should be rolling in the dough because of we that. should be. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. You had a really great career. It sounds 20, 25 of your married 27 years was working yeah. in legal marketing. So um, That's right. what is your passion? Is it legal marketing or legal business development or client services or crisis comms? What, what's your favorite? It's really interesting. I, I love Marcom. I love doing yeah. websites and content and and um, you know, that whole how to how to say something and how to write something so that it sticks and that people um, want to know more. Um, but I also really, really enjoy business development coaching. I have a whole subset of my practice where I work one on one with some really amazing people to help them, um, you know, build confidence to to know what to say, how to say it, when to say it, who to say it to, <laughs> that um, aspect of my work is so um, rewarding. That's a great word, rewarding. I will say some of those things clearly come easy to you, and it just blows me away when I meet lawyers who um, struggle with what I think is the obvious, you know, but, um, <laughs> yep. you know, you're very good at that, um, just in the way that you present yourself you can tell that you're a compelling storyteller and um, you know, you, you know, all the, what we would consider tools and tips and tricks yep. and best practices. You put those into play every day, but it's probably just really natural to you. It is natural to me and I love it. I mean, I find a lot of marketing and business development is very common sense oriented. It's very grounded. It's very practical. Those are all, things I love. <laughs> yeah. um, and they do come fairly naturally to me, but that's where I think I'm so lucky because I get to help people where it doesn't come naturally to them. And I have to say, most times they're pretty grateful for that. And yeah. you know, I would never try to be a lawyer. Um, right. <laughs> so I go to Good lawyers point. for my legal services, right? Like, so it's, um, I find it very rewarding. That's a great point. And I, I also think that when I was in your shoes doing same or similar, a very powerful point is to assure them that you do represent the client's communication and the client's best Absolutely. interest and the client's way of doing things. So, um, yeah, you're helping to bridge that gap, which is a very, I'm trying. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, let me ask you this. You've had a pretty robust career and I know pretty well what you do and you do it well. What has been your proudest professional accomplishment? So, so it's interesting. Um, so in terms of my own work, um, I would say launching my own business. It's been my proudest accomplishment to date. Uh, back in 2008, I was downsized. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. This is an opportunity. I had just had my third child. He was only a few months old. And he was not a particularly well child at the time. He's great now. Um, and, he, and I thought, you know what, this is an opportunity. I'm going to see what I can do. And what's funny is for the first year, I didn't call myself a consultant. I didn't do, I was like, I'm just going to try out some projects. Let's just try it and see. And I absolutely loved it. I haven't looked back, <laughs> um, but it did take me about a year or two to go, okay, I think I'm really doing this thing. 
I think I am a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't anything I'd ever thought I'd have the confidence to do. Um, which is so funny in hindsight. I can't even imagine that. I, I love it. I mean, I can't, yeah, I, I'm so fortunate. I mean, you know, my husband obviously is huge helper in that. He's a great supporter. And he also, you know, he carried the life insurance, the health insurance, which really helped. Um, but I just never, I don't know, it wasn't something that I thought that I could ever accomplish. I saw all these wonderful um, consultants out there that I just thought were so amazing. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. But then in the, you know, in the face of <laughs> not knowing what to do next, because I had worked so hard in my legal marketing career, I wasn't ready to let it go. And it was 2008. No one was hiring. There was financial crisis. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this. And so I have to tell you, more than a dozen years later, I can very genuinely say that I love what I do. And, and that so comes that's my through, even on the um, call. I mean, that's very evident and probably why you're always smiling and showing those beautiful teeth. <laughs> but I'll say, I remember, you know, 2008 was a tough time for everyone, regardless of yeah. industry. So, and I think a lot of people are being furloughed or downsized or let go or whatever yeah. you want to call it, however you want to dress it up right now in this COVID-19 crisis. So yeah, you, you are giving them hope. And I'll tell you, I'm two years into my new business and I had the same um, feelings about, well, I'm just trying this out. I'm not sure. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now I'm in, I'm committed. I'm into yeah. when it's, it's a good thing. Um, and it well, feels so good, doesn't it? it like does. you just know, you just know you you can do it. And you know what I have to say? I'm such a nice boss. <laughs> Oh, you know, I have my days. <laughs> well, I'm fortunate too to have my husband's support in every way. And if we ever need health insurance, he's got that covered. Because those are the things small business owners. It's hard. You know, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Right. When, you know, you're all grown up when you finally don't need that other side. But I'm not ready right. to grow up. I'm loving this. <laughs> no, I'm loving it too. And I have to say, just, you know, on my addendum of my proudest professional accomplishments, you know, during that time, because I had flexibility to work with who I wanted to work with and, yeah. you know, get, take work on that I love, it freed me up, um, not only emotionally and mentally, but time-wise to, to do things that I wouldn't normally have done. Um, and one of those things that I've done is gotten super involved in um, music education in my town. Um, I'm very involved in helping out with the various music programs, you know, grades four through 12. And I, I love that too. So I feel like it's been just this amazing opportunity for me to drive my own life. And I'm, I'm thrilled by that. I can't tell you how amazing that is. That's wonderful. So the way I coach, um, I coach a lot of people on, on, you know, how to remain a successful business person, but still find you know, joy in what you, in who you are, like look within. That's right. So you were able to take time out of that, you know, what was a frenetic schedule and then manage your attention, not just manage your time. That's so, right. And that's, that's right. what revealed itself or that's what bubbled up, if you will. So I love that. That's amazing. And I think that um, I'm a music lover too. And I think that it helps people to uh, stay healthy and stay well. Oh, sure. and, you know, a lot of doctors and lawyers whom I know are musicians because that's their, absolutely, yeah, alter ego mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. Well, that's a great, great thing to mention, not just your work world, but in your personal life, you've done amazing things. So thank you for sharing that. 
Um, who maybe along the way inspired you or was a mentor to you? So it's interesting. I've been very fortunate to have a lot of great people in my life. And I have to say, when I first started as a legal marketer way back in the day, I went to my first LMA meeting and, um, and I walked in and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know anyone here. I don't know anything about this industry. What am I going to do? And the speaker that day, um, I assume you know her, Catherine McDonough. And she um, is, was just this, she is this larger than life person who just knows her stuff. <laughs> um, and so I really looked up to her as a leader in our industry. And, and I still to this day have a great relationship with her. And she's a, a wealth of knowledge and a very helpful individual. And, and so she was really my first role model as a legal marketer. Um, but I have to say, just as a businesswoman, uh, it was really interesting. When I went out on my own, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, yeah, this is all uncharted territory for me. So I sent an email out to a, a whole bunch of women um, in my life who have owned their own businesses and have done, um, you know, their own thing. And I asked them, you know, I'm about to embark on this new path. And I really could use some advice. If you had to give me one piece of advice, what would it be? And interestingly enough, it was one of the, the women who helped me so much was my mother-in-law. Um, she worked in sales positions based from her home her entire professional career. And wow. yeah, before it was a thing. She yeah, that's what I was she, thinking. <laughs> yeah, she's inspirational. She's now in her early 90s and still going strong and an amazing person. And wow. she said, her advice to me, I thought, was perfect. She told me, and, it, and as I get older, I realize how much how important it is. So she said to me, Beth, you just got to make sure you don't work all the time. You have That's to balance true. your life, your family, your relationship with your husband, with your friends, your professional relationships, and then your work. She's like, yes, your work is important, but you have to remember that if you don't take care of the full picture, your work will not flourish. And she has been absolutely right. You could agree on the clock. Right? Couldn't you work yeah. 24 hours a day and, and still have stuff to do? Um, but it was probably the best advice I received. Um, That's that so continued. remarkable that she's 90 now and that she was at home sales before it was a thing. And here yeah. are people we know are struggling mightily in this current uh, climate of having to work virtually and from home. And how do you connect with others in the team? And you know, and, and I struggled the first six months of owning my own business with the same things that everyone else is struggling with now. But mm -hmm. one of those things that I still struggle with is exactly what you just mentioned. I'm open 24 seven and I yeah. need to set boundaries and need to, you know, engage in some self care and, yep. you know, um, yeah. So that's amazing advice and how, isn't it great? I think it's, uh, it's, it withstands the test of time, you know, that kind of that, totally. that good advice. So wonderful, wonderful story. So let me ask you this. It doesn't have to be yeah. some grand scheme or new world order, <laughs> but how okay. would you advise women to support other women in business? Oh, yeah. So I, I completely agree that we have to be there for each other, right? Like, and not just women, but just all humankind, right? Exactly. But, you know, it's, it's really important. And, and I often advise other women who ask me, you know, how did you do it? What do you do? Da, da, da. 
I would say that we have to surround ourselves with smart advisors, right? Pick women or men for that matter, but pick women you admire, you trust, you have chemistry with, people from a range of backgrounds with different styles and different experiences, and then help each other productively, right? Make introductions, cross-sell each other, listen intently to each other, refer each other to other people, like that kind of stuff, you know? And, and I always tell other, you know, women who ask me similar questions, and I tell my kids this all the time too, if you give of yourself in a very honest, in helpful way without the expectation of getting anything, anything in return bingo you will, you will always get something in return it may not that's, be immediate but you will deb that's what we were talking about before the recording how you know you, well if you're a giver and i think you are i am for yeah. sure there's a fine line between being a giver and a people pleaser and i'm not cross that oh line. sure I won't, but I will say that being a giver makes me feel good. So doing for others and, and look, I don't do anything for any, you know, if I, if I say I'm happy to help you, I'm happy to help you just because not for anything in return, but inevitably people advise, refer or hire because of people like us. I mean, they, it, it always pay it forward or pay it back. It doesn't matter. It always, it keeps on giving. So I think it really does. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful gift to to, to I totally other. agree. And I do think there's a certain component of, you know, doing what you say you're going to do, regardless of what your expectations are on the other end. You bet. Um, you, you, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah, you're I awesome. Know. I feel like, I'm, look, people know I like me a lot. I'm not cocky, but I'm confident. Um, I'm The one thing I'm insecure about is this weight gain since I've become my mother's caregiver. I have a mother here with Alzheimer's. But um, other than that, I I believe we should love ourselves. We should find out who we are and understand what our weaknesses are and work on those. And no no one's perfect, but embracing your imperfection and working to improve is self-love. And so I feel like you do. And you, you really need to um, love yourself if you're going to love others. Um, it's hard to do. And I can't say that I do it perfectly. I mean, there are definitely, everybody is, gets hard on themselves, but. Yeah. Somebody said something beautiful to me yesterday. Um, oh my gosh. I hope I don't mess it up. Give yourself space and grace. Yes. So I thought that was so powerful. I love that. And, and meaningful. And, you know, self-love again is, is not selfish. It's the no, only not yeah, exactly. It's the only way you can provide what, what others need from you, like your family. I mean, my family means right. more to me than anything. Your your mother-in-law said to you, you know, work should come last. And I get what she's saying. I mean, family and the freedom to be with family and, and create positive memories for us is why we work. I mean, right? So, right, right. Um, I, I, I get that, prior, the list of priorities. It's, it's fantastic. I, I think you and I are cut from the same cloth. I think they are. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been a bed of roses for either one of us, I'm sure. No one, yes. you know, <laughs> no one's everything you read on Facebook, right? That's so true. That's so true. So is there a challenge or, or you know, a setback you might be willing to share because we can learn the lesson from how you overcame it? So it's interesting. I, I, it's always hard to identify you know, weaknesses or, or maybe less than strengths, if you don't want to go full on weaknesses. But, you know, I find a challenge that has been a challenge from the very beginning of mine going out on my own is pricing. 
you know, putting a oh, price yeah. tag on my time, my advice, my experience, my service, it, it's, it's hard, right? Because yes. I, I always end up giving more than I actually price out. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Cause that's just my nature. It's just who I am. And I'm okay with that because I, I, I just, it feels right to me, but you know, it take it took me a very long time to realize that it's okay to tell someone what you think you're worth. Um, as long as it's within, you know, you have to have it framed properly and it can't be just ridiculous. You know, it can't be like, oh, right. yeah, market, market, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, I think it's important. And, and the way that I, I, I continually work on this, this is not sort of a one and done kind of thing. Right. Um, but I have a couple of consultant friends, uh, both male and female, who run their own businesses. And we talk about pricing a lot because we just, it's a struggle. And I find that women in particular have a very difficult time yes. with pricing. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll tell me, okay, so I do this, I do that, or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and for me, it's, you know, it's reflecting on the results that I've brought to clients and how that, what the value of those results is. Um, yes. Not sure of the proper English on that one. I love that. <laughs> no, you're right. The value of those results is, is correct. Um, right. Okay. Good. Uh, look, if you if you ever receive a message from me and it doesn't have a typo in it, it's not really from me. But I will tell you, grammar, I've got that. <laughs> if it doesn't it. have a typo in it. it, it did not come from me. But grammar, I I'm love your, that. That's so great. That's I'm the so grammar awesome. queen. Um, I love that. Well, now I know where to go when I have a question. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, you know, when I lived in the Boston area, there was a newscaster who would always say. Uh, so don't I. And I'm like, that's not even bad grammar. That's just not even a thing. What is that? Right. So don't I. Um, or oh. I went to the mall on Sunday. So didn't I. I mean, that, oh, that one sense. is that's so New England. I, that is. is so New England. That's so it's funny. Wicked, I love Louis, that. Wicked New England. Wicked sure. New England. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so funny. So, um, yeah, I worked at Dalbar and then I worked at State Street. So, um, oh wow, okay. I was a VP at State Street for a long time. I have a in deep great story. <laughs> oh yeah, great stories. Um, but I got to work with some really amazing, remarkable people. Who, uh, you know, Jay Hooley just retired his position as CEO there, and I was with him since oh, he was CEO of. Um, oh my God. Boston Financial Data Services. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I have quite the number of wonderful that's stories so of amazing people there, but um, you are so remarkable and so delightful. And I think that um, one, I wish we had had this kind of conversation long ago, but two, I'm also at the same time excited that we saved it for this podcast because discovering all this about you is so exciting. It's a great way to start my day. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Let me ask you this. Um, yep. I learned that your dad is a dentist. I learned yes. that your mother-in-law <laughs> is a wise saleswoman. And yep. um, what is something else that maybe we can all learn from you that folks don't know? A surprising fact about you, perhaps. So I'm not sure if it's completely surprising, given some of the background I've already told you, but I am a trained soprano. Oh, I, um, wow. yeah, I studied vocal performance in college. I have a dual bachelor's in music and English. And, um, I have to tell you that training set me up for what I do now all the time. I mean, it, 
taught me how to read an, taught me how to read an audience. It gave me tons of confidence. It definitely taught me the value of first impressions because yes. usually when you get on stage, if you're nervous and you get those first two notes out, you're fine. But that first impression makes a difference. And, you know, it teaches you stage presence and personal presence, you know, with people. And you realize I how important it is it. to connect with people. So, yeah, I still sing, not professionally, but I, I sing um, for my church still. And my, my three children are incredible musicians. And so it's a huge part of who I am. Oh, that is so, uh, what a heartfelt story. I mean, the fact that your kids are musicians is amazing. Um, so, you know, I'm sure when you tell people this, I don't know how, you know, this, sto- this, sh- this show is about you, but I have to say, we know another Deborah who's musically inclined as well. And she's another dynamo in uh, legal marketing, um, Deborah McMurray. McMurray, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see you two on stage. She's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she is, she is. So she comes up a lot in my podcast. It's really odd. I, um, she I'm just does sure so much. she does. Well, she makes quite an impression. I mean, she's definitely made an impression on my career as well. I mean, I yeah, just, yeah. She's so genuine and, and courageous, um, smart, and oh, courageous for sure. And yeah. I love what her what she's done with her business. I think she's incredible. Well, I love that you use these skills. Um, so my mother is a voice major, and she's oh. not none of that anymore. But she used to play several instruments and. Her master's uh, was in voice or, yeah, so she would appreciate all of my family. In fact, everyone except for yours truly (laughs) plays an (laughs) instrument and, you know. That's okay. You got the showmanship anyway. You got great spark. (laughs) I'll figure out what you put me on the stage and I'll figure out what to do. figure it out. I can't promise you in advance what you're going to (laughs) get. So I think that level of, um, unknowing for the you know the 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 unknown about what is she going to do what is she going to say oh my god is scary for some people but I I embrace it you know whatever I think that's a great lesson you teach your um clients is stage presence and best practices and what a powerful story that's awesome you just get better and better all the time oh yeah You're so great for my ego. I'm going to want to do this every day. You know what? <laughs> you can. And, and that is the purpose of this show is to really, um, you know, it, it, you joke about an ego, but it really isn't. You don't have an ego. That's the thing. So it's to reveal the authentic self and know that it's okay to bring the whole self to work and to, to share the whole self yeah. with the world. I'm all about sharing your vulnerability. It's a sign of strength. I mean, if you're up there, you know, saying I'm the CEO of this and I make this much money and here's my title and here are my top clients, we're not able to relate to you. I want to know you as the human, the woman, the person that I can look to and say, hey, I could learn from her or she did it. I can do it too. So that is why my events and this podcast are all about the authentic conversation not a sales brochure or a pitch or an ad um about the woman yeah you're amazing i'm so thank you know you yeah well listen if other people want to be honored to know you and to get to know you better how do they (laughs) be (laughs) how can they thank (laughs) thank you so much you're you're so you're so kind so um my website is syringymarketing.com and it's uh, s-c-a-r-i-n-g-i marketing.com um, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn. My email is deb at com, And um, 
So those are probably the best way to reach me. Awesome. And folks, it's all on my website. Yeah. If you didn't get a chance to jot that down, I'll put that in the blog that I'm going to create. I'll create a um, blog cast is what I like to call it. I thought it was my word, but I've seen it used elsewhere. They snag <laughs> my stuff. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sure it was yours. You. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That's what good friends do, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I'm super excited to create this blog and to share. Um, we'll have this out in probably 48 hours. And That's exciting. Yeah, and I'll share some pictures of you, not just your headshot, because like I said, we, we can all put together a bio and a headshot and a resume and a title, and a, but to really know you, the woman, I want to see some of what you do outside of work and who you are as, um, you know, a human being, not just the the title or the, the company or the, you know, CEO, so. Great. That's awesome. awesome. Well, thank, thank you for you. being here. Well, thanks so much for having me. It was such an honor to be part of this. And I love, I listen to it all the time. So I, I've learned so much about people um, through it. So I'm, I'm grateful to you for offering that for us. Aw, really I'm glad you said that. Thing. That's why I do them so that we can get to know each other better. Have a good day, everyone. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye.